it was still so hard to admit that I wanted to win. Right. Because I was scared of failure. Yeah. Like I was so scared to say I want to win the CrossFit Games and I don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, oh, it's just a horrible feeling. You have to put, it's hard to put yourself out there and say that. It yeah. is. It, like it makes you very vulnerable. Yeah. This is episode number 52, part B with Tia Claire Toomey. Welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm Julie Fouché, medical student and former CrossFit Games athlete. Here, I bring to you information and inspiration from experts and everyday individuals for how to use lifestyle to maximize health. Thank you so much for joining me. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Welcome back to Pursuing Health. I'm so excited to share part B of this very insightful two-part episode with you with two-time second fittest woman on earth and 2016 Olympian, Tia Claire Toomey. I've been a big fan of Tia since first meeting her after the 2015 CrossFit Games, and we finally had the chance to sit down and catch up at Chris Hinshaw's annual training camp in Cookville, Tennessee, a couple of weeks ago. A little bit of background about Tia. She grew up on a sugarcane farm on the Sunshine Coast of Queensland, Australia, and she had early aspirations for the Olympics as a track and field athlete. Eventually, though, she had to give up that dream in order to focus on her schooling and her work, but it wasn't long before Tia discovered CrossFit and a new competitive fire was lit. She burst on the CrossFit Games scene in 2015, earning the title of second fittest woman on earth. She then repeated this feat in 2016, and only days after that, she represented Australia as the country's only female weightlifter in the Rio Olympic Games. She currently resides in Gladstone, Queensland, Australia, where she owns and runs CrossFit Gladstone alongside her coach and fiance, Shane Orr. In part B of this episode, we talk about the lead up to both the 2016 CrossFit Games and the Rio Olympics, the difference between placing second in 2015 and 2016 at the CrossFit Games, and her future plans for competing in both CrossFit and weightlifting. Before we get started, I have a few quick reminders. First of all, I'm very excited to announce the launch of a special program I've been working on with one of my sponsors, Pure Pharma. Together, we've created a subscription program where you can select the products you use on a regular basis and have them automatically shipped to your door at the interval you select. So, for example, maybe you want to receive two bottles of fish oil every other month or a container of protein every six weeks. In each shipment, you'll receive a special message from me, and you'll also receive a video message from me every month on a different topic in your email inbox. This month, I'm talking about my approach to goal setting. From time to time, I'll also include special offers or discounts to products from some of my other favorite companies. So to get started, visit www.purepharma.com forward slash share forward slash Julie. Once you subscribe, you should receive a message from me in your inbox welcoming you to the program. So I hope to see you there. I'd also like to ask that if you're enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and consider giving it a rating. I'm also always looking for inspiring stories to share. So if you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send your story to me at info at juliefouché.com and I'll select some to share here on future episodes. To check out my online training programs through Beyond the Whiteboard, visit www.beyondthewhiteboard.com forward slash Julie Fouché. Finally, please remember that although I'm nearing graduation from medical school, this podcast is meant to share the experiences of individuals and does not provide medical advice. So with that, let's get started here with episode 52, part B of Pursuing Health featuring Tia Claire Toomey. 
that podium and all I was thinking is, oh my God, I'm going to have to back this up. And I was so nervous. Yeah. Like, oh, they were like that whole, t- you know, 12 months was just so stressful. Yes. Because like, now the you pressure know, is on. Yeah. It is. People expect you to do well. And I was like, surely maybe this is just a fluke. Maybe, you know. Because there was running and there was swimming and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I've done that in the past. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, I've I've never done something mm-hmm. like that before. So, you know, but if they never have that again, well, I don't know if I'm stuffed <laughs> or not. Like, you know, you just never know. So um, I was I was scared. That's incredible. But yeah. So was what was that cool. year like then? So now it's you're going into the 2016 season. So you want to make the Olympics and you want to make it back to the yeah. games. And do better than second yeah. so what what was that year like it w- it was pretty stressful mm-hmm. um like I I always so I mean like I always was like saying to Shane oh my god like is this good enough like mm-hmm. we just you just never know if it is ever going to be good enough mm-hmm. until the day mm-hmm. so that that that's what the hard thing was um and also, in regards to the Olympics, like I don't feel like there was really sh- that stressful to kind of juggle both things because mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I, I needed to work on my weightlifting anyway mm-hmm. for CrossFit. So I didn't really see there being any problem. It right. was just about the extra competitions and the extra um, time that, I, you know, I needed to kind of, mm-hmm. I guess, exert energy onto when it came to you know, like some people just focusing on their CrossFit. Right, right. Um, so, you know, I did that and um, throughout the year, like I had had the trials for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously at that point in time, there was like three trial mm-hmm. competitions and that was obviously my main focus because right. I think they were about one to two months apart from each other. Okay. And... Um, the hardest one was obviously the last one because that was a week after regionals. Oh, wow. And that was pretty stressful because, I mean, like I had to obviously reassure myself, hey, look, you know, no matter what happens, mm-hmm. you just got to be happy that you tried it. Right. Um, because like we'd go for walks with the dogs and I'd be like, Shane, like if I don't make mm-hmm. the CrossFit Games again this year – um. Or if I don't make the Olympics, mm-hmm. I'm going to be pretty annoyed. Like, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, if you're going to be that annoyed, you might as you got to make sure you're putting in the effort. Yeah. So, like, he was definitely my savior for the whole year. Like, he was always there. Mm-hmm. Like, he was he was my punching bag for yes. sure. And, uh, and he was the one that definitely had to, you know, deal with all the emotions and, and the roller coaster of the – way my moods were and yeah. stuff because of the stress and the pressure and and uh and he definitely dealt with that really well and um and I am forever grateful yes. you know like if it wasn't for him I wouldn't have been able to stay mentally focused mm-hmm. because I think that's that was the main key mm-hmm. if I could hold it together mentally physically there was no problem mm-hmm it's the hardest part right it is and people don't see that usually it is the person whether it's your significant other or someone else who takes the brunt of that because there's such an emotional roller coaster that goes on and on top of that he is your coach yeah too correct so there's kind of um you know he's really always there 
Yeah. So. Real, and, and I mean, like, he's juggling another job as well yeah. to financially support us because, you know, like, it, it's it's not a great, like, like right. it's a great lifestyle, but it doesn't pay the best, you know. <laughs> right. So you're just like, oh, I need to go to this place. It's yeah. going to cost, like, 10 grand. <laughs> can, can you please pay for that? And I'm just like, oh, God, like... <laughs> Mate, you can get out while you while you can. Yeah. <laughs> I won't take it to heart. <laughs> but no, like he really, um, you know, like there'd be days that all of a sudden, like I'm I'm doing an overhead squat mm-hmm. and I all of a sudden start crying. Yeah, you know, like for no reason. For yep. no reason. Like been there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And and I'm, I I remember this day so clearly. And I'm like there in an overhead squat position, and I all of a sudden like, <laughs> <laughs> and Shane is like. What, what do the I do? Hell is what going just happened? <laughs> and you know, like I'll bail out of it, and he's like, "What's what's wrong?" And you know, and he's always trying to think. Well, you know, okay, if if you're getting emotional, mm-hmm. like let's go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, let's arrange for you to go and train with one of the boys down in Brisbane mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, he was always trying to think of things to kind of keep Mix me motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I've got to say, like, man, every time I would be like oh I'm just not feeling it he's like that's okay you know when 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 you when I worry that's when you worry yeah and man he had me bluffed because he's <laughs> like at the end of the 2016 season he's like oh my god I was so worried the whole year and I was like oh my god like don't tell me that and you know <laughs> You kid me. At the time, I was like, well, he doesn't seem worried, so I'm not worried either. I'm okay. I'm going to be okay. He's good. Oh, Oh, but he was worried the whole time. (laughs) No, but honestly, if it wasn't for him, like he was seriously my secret weapon. And, you know, everyone has has their own little Mm -hmm. ways and stuff, but I definitely think that significant other is – it plays a huge – like a – Part. Yes. And there's in. so much sacrifice that goes into it from Oh, oh my God. Like, where do you start, right? right? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's yeah. amazing. So amazing that yeah. you have him and have his support. Yeah. So the whole year, you had come second. Now, was your goal – I know you obviously wanted to qualify for the Games and for the Olympics. Were your sights set on winning the Games? No. No. Okay. Um, and – Despite what, you know, some people say, like, I know a lot of people say, well, you know, if you're not here to win, then right. you go home. Right. And I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> like, maybe I'll that just, like, you. step outside yeah. right now. But to be honest, like, winning for me, it, it really isn't everything. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's the um, – it's being there and being a part of the atmosphere and mm-hmm. saying that I've experienced it. And, and like, for me, like I want to have children one day and mm-hmm. be able to tell them the stories and, and explain to them that, you know, I, I set my goals really quite high mm-hmm. and, and they're definitely like, you know, goals that are manageable, but really hard to kind of achieve yeah. and may take a few years. Um, but anything is possible. Yes. And I want to be able to like, and that was my goal of living and breathing those experiences. Mm-hmm. And they might be totally different, but at least I can kind of, you know, guide them into a direction that like, hey guys, like I did do something very similar mm-hmm. and you just need to kind of put the hard yards in yep. and, you know, and I just, I want to be able to, you know, I- explain, you know, things that I went through mm-hmm. and like, 
Yeah. It. So, so for 2016, all I wanted to do was just to prove not only to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. but to myself Yourself. that I truly did deserve that. Mm-hmm. So, um, just to get back, like, oh my God, first week of the Opens last year, I I was like, oh my God, I'm not even going to make regionals. Like, <laughs> I I placed horribly. Like, it was it was terrible. And mm. um. And then, you know, obviously that it, I kind of overcame that right. and it was the nerves and mm-hmm. stuff and then um, performed well at regionals mm-hmm. to get to CrossFit Games again. And mm-hmm. all I wanted to do was just do come second yep. or, you know, it, to be honest, it was probably more so just don't, don't do worse than second. Yep. And so I guess, you know, in my head, like in my head, I was like, oh my God, to win the CrossFit Games mm-hmm. – that is a huge goal. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not confident enough to say that I want to win the CrossFit Games because, mm-hmm. I, like, in a way, I guess I was like, do I deserve to say that? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, even today, like, you know, that's a huge thing to say. Yeah. And, it's a bold um, statement. It is. It's such a bold statement that I was so nervous to admit that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went I went to, like, I was at the um, – the, the games and mm-hmm. every day I just took day by day yep. just do and your like best you know I knew event. that you know for the first event I needed to get to a particular mm-hmm. like placings and you know I had particular goals like okay I want to finish every single workout I don't mm-hmm. want to be capped I want to get the top 10 for every workout and mm-hmm. you know there was some there was some workouts there that that didn't happen but mm-hmm. that was all right because I'd done better so for example Murph mm-hmm. I'd done better in placings than I did last year okay. so I was like hey look you know I'm actually really happy with those because yeah. I did better than last year um and yeah that kind of happened mm-hmm. but throughout the weekend I was like well you know what like I could actually win this because mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the first position yeah. now and you know the the jersey would change mm-hmm. through every single workout mm-hmm. but at the end of the day I I ended up with the leader jersey every day mm-hmm. at, well not every day I think it was like a few but um I was like oh my god like I can do it but I was like oh, is this like a dream like yeah. you know you just don't realize you know like it, it was just it was still so hard to admit that I wanted to win right because I was scared of failure. Yeah. Like I was so scared to say, I want to win the CrossFit Games and I don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, oh, it's just a horrible feeling. You have to put, it's hard to put yourself out there and say that. It yeah. is. It, like it makes you very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as the weekend went through, I was like, yeah, I want to win it. Mm-hmm. I really do. And you got a um, taste of it. And- yeah, it was. It yeah. was kind of like that. And then... Um, you know, and I started believing that I could mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I don't, I don't need to prove to people and I don't need to prove it to myself because look, I'm, I'm doing it right now. Mm-hmm. So like that was really good and mm-hmm. that kind of helped me just kind of settle my nerves a little bit more as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I placed second again, um, that, that was pretty gut wrenching. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it was so like last, like 2015, mm-hmm. it like, my tears were just so like tears of joy, yes. you know, it was just amazing feeling. And then this year it was actually like, I was so upset. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. Like, and that ending was so 
painful because it took oh so long God. and we were you know everyone was just looking down at you guys oh. on the floor it just looked like, miserable i felt like that was like forever mm-hmm. and i mean i love katrin mm-hmm. like you know i love all the girls out on the floor mm-hmm. and you know we're out there doing our job competing mm-hmm. doing what we love and it, i didn't care about like you know who won or anything like that but at the end of the day you, you want to win yeah. yourself you know yeah. and like i was really happy for katrin when you know she's right. obviously being announced because like she deserves it but you but all deserve I f- it. I yeah. felt like I deserved deserve it this it year. And yeah. I was just like, oh, like I felt like someone had stabbed me in the heart. Uh. And I looked up at Shane as well. And that that was probably the hardest because mm. it was like, you know, you like he, he sacrificed everything yeah. that year. And well, like all the time. Right. It's not just for that year. But he did everything he could to prepare me you know he's he's the one that is in the background getting my meals prepared warming me up Mm -hmm. you know preparing me getting my strategy ready like all I have to do is simply do Mm -hmm. do it out on the field not that big of a deal at all right but you know like he he does like the baseline so I felt like you know he gave what he needed to to the team and I just didn't execute it well enough Hmm. And I, I let the team down. And I felt like it wasn't just me who who uh, was going through it, but it was me and all my f- supporters and mm-hmm. stuff. And and all I needed to do was like, it was like, you know, all I needed, like I thought that I'd done enough. Mm-hmm. But then when it took that long, I was like, oh my God, I've lost it. Like, it's so but close. maybe I still have it. Yeah. You just never you just really never knew. And um. I'm pretty sure, like, it was really hard for me to show, like, how happy I was for Katrin. Right, of at course. at the time, I wasn't really of happy. Of course, but you were such a good sport about it. And I, I, yeah. I, was, I couldn't even, like, talk. Like, yeah. I was so emotional. And even for, like, a few weeks after, mm-hmm. like, you know, we, we went to Miami just before the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And, um... And we're like swimming in the beautiful ocean, you know, mm-hmm. like it's all paradise and everything. And I just start crying, you know, <laughs> it, it's yeah. like, yeah, it, it really kind of sticks with you and it, yeah. it still does. It still sticks with me. Yeah. I think I can de- deal with it a little bit more mm-hmm. now. Um, but it's still such an emotional thing because as much as I was so honored and, and I was just so happy to go back to the podium mm-hmm. and, and just prove to those people mm-hmm. that said I couldn't do it right. again or I was a fluke. I was like, no, it wasn't any fluke. Like I actually, yeah. you know, did come second and, and yeah. I deserved to do that. And um, so like that was cool, but it was, I wanted that first place. Right. And could, the difference between like, 2015 to 2016 mm-hmm. and the way I feel with the seasons mm-hmm. um like the, throughout the off season mm-hmm. like you know I, I want to win the CrossFit Games this season mm-hmm. and I'm I'm willing to put myself out there and mm-hmm. admit that mm-hmm. whereas last year I wasn't mm-hmm. and so I think that I learned a lot from from that experience like losing yeah. um and I mean you know like still a lot of work to be yeah. done and you know, a lot of training to be done and, you know, I'm not taking that lightly, mm-hmm. but I definitely see like a lot 
you know, mm-hmm. a lot of change in me as a as an athlete and, mm-hmm. you know, I guess growing up as well and, mm-hmm. you know, becoming more mature about, like, the competition and the environment and all that. So, yeah, it's... um, It's a, it's a roller coaster, but it's a... A positive transformation. And it's so funny that that I hear you talking about this now because I feel like my own path like a couple of years earlier was so similar. Like not in second place, but my first year I placed fifth and I was like, oh my gosh, I never imagined. And then my goal the next year was just, okay, I don't want to do worse, right? And similarly, I... um. I ended up like, I think I was third going into the last event or fourth or something. And and it was supposed to be a great event for me. I like loved the workout. And then I ended up right back in fifth. And I'm like, I did this to myself because I had been saying all year, like, oh, just don't do worse, you know, even though I had the potential to be on the podium. Mm -hmm. And then that, I think, gave me a little bit more fire the next year to be like, you know what? No, I think I can. I think I want to be on the podium or I think I can do better. But even still, I was always comparing myself or seeing certain girls that I had like looked up to before and being like, oh, there's no way I could, I could beat them. Or why are they, why are they behind me in this workout? Like I should, like I shouldn't be all the way up here. And so it takes, I think those experiences and to realize like how close you really are to build your confidence and then say, you know what? No, I think I do have what it takes to win the CrossFit games and I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I'm so excited to see you in that place right now and going into this season oh like it's it's pretty crazy I think you definitely have nailed it like that's why it's so important to be a part of like this this like Mm -hmm. community right now and here in Cookville Mm -hmm. like to be asked and and also be surrounded by so many amazing people Mm -hmm. and like phenomenal athletes like it's not about the training and, and that type of thing. For me, mm-hmm. it's simply about being interacting with them yep. and like understanding that, hey, they're just like me. Exactly. You know, like exactly. I'm like, you know, <clears throat> I'll be in Australia, you know, doing my thing. And like, I'm still fangirling over people, you mm-hmm. know, like I'm still in awe of just so many people. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're not always around them, then you you'll make them you do you put them on this pedestal and at the end of the day like everyone's really the same and I think that's the more time you spend you realize they go through the same thing like they start crying in the middle of an overhead squat (laughs) just like I do and it's not that weird it's like a very normal thing to be going through when you're under that much pressure so yeah that's so good I'm so excited for you this year (laughs) oh thank you oh like I am super excited as well but like it's so crazy, like, the differences of how you kind of approach things. So, mm-hmm. like, typically, like, my very first year, I was so aggressive. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to smash it, you know. <laughs> yeah. like, you, it's like I was like a little, like, ah, oh, I don't even know how to explain <laughs> it, but I was just stupid. Yeah. And I just wanted to go in and go hard. Oh, yeah. Then last year, it was a lot of emotion. And yeah. then this year, it's like, it's a little bit more of a casual approach to things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it makes me start to think like, oh God, am I like, am I still got the, do I still have the drive for this? (laughs) And of course I do. Yeah. Because obviously like, you know, emotions still get brought up Mm -hmm. whenever I think about like, you know, coming Mm -hmm. second and stuff. Yeah. But, (laughs) you know, it's, it's like those, I just guess it's like the way you grow. Yes. And I'm just like, oh God. 
God. Like, here we go again. <laughs> here we go. What's oh, going to be next? That's yeah. amazing. It really is. Well, it's so it's... fun to watch. Well, it's I want to so talk fun. to you about the Olympics because yeah. all simultaneously, while this is happening, you qualify. At what point had you did you know that you were going to the Olympics? Well, um, it was in May. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was the week after regionals. It was the last qualifying competition. Wow. Now, there's quite a lot of politics through weightlifting. And, okay. you know, there might be a, a competition that pops up and you're <laughs> like, oh, God, like I've got to go and do that. Yeah. Like, you know, or... Um, there might be an athlete that may have like missed out on mm-hmm. uh, on some some qualifying events, and so like there might be another opportunity for them to do okay. it. And you're like, oh god! So like you don't really know until the actual day, okay. but or until the um, AOC Australian mm-hmm. Olympic Committee actually give you the papers and be like, you you're are going. coming. You know, it's oh, you wow. that we want. Um, but so May the week after. Um, the regionals mm-hmm. I went to Fiji mm-hmm. and um and competed as a 58 now the like I'm for the Olympic spot there was only one spot available wow and so I wasn't just competing against all the 58s I was mm-hmm. competing against the the girls that were 53 no way myself um like 58s whoever was mm-hmm. in Australia for 58 63 uh 69 75 and then 75 plus so oh. it was like all the girls and there was so it was like five days of like just being so stressful and oh things you know it, it wasn't in your control because yeah. so the 50 or 48 and 53s lift two days before you mm-hmm. and so you know what they get mm-hmm. and um and if they bomb well you're like oh okay okay but Still, you obviously you never like know. Yeah, yeah, you're still your teammates, and and I don't ever want an athlete to bomb or like I want them to be to do their best, a hundred percent, do their best, and I want to know that I earn that spot mm-hmm. because and out of like you know um, no hiccups or anything right. like that. I want people to be a hundred percent, and I want to know that I truly deserve that spot. So um, like so those two. So the girls went before me, then I, it was my day mm-hmm. and I just had to do the best that I could right. and then watch all the oh, other girls go. Gosh. And I was like, <laughs> you know, like you're sweating and yes. like you want them to do well, but you don't because you want them to, like you, <laughs> you, you want to go. go and you're just like, do oh. I cheer? Do I not? Like, <laughs> what do I do? Like, the, it was crazy. It's so stressful. Um, oh my God. It was so stressful. I didn't even, I was like... <laughs> I am never going through this experience again. It was horrible. Um, and it was n- something that I never, ever experienced. Like, yeah. totally different to something that I had to experience for the CrossFit Games. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, as soon as the uh, the last lift, which was like 75 plus, mm-hmm. that, that girl, until sh- she finished, mm-hmm. that's when, like, I knew. So, it was like kind of ticking the list yeah. down. I was like, okay, sweet. I still made it for one more day. Right. Oh, okay, cool. And it was the last day and, you know, she she obviously – she didn't beat um, the total that she needed to in order to beat me. Okay. And so I was like – Oh, my god! Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> but the the feeling was so crazy. Like, it was – it wasn't as if it was, like, a relief of, like, oh, my God, I made it. Mm-hmm. It was actually a really down moment. Really? Because it wasn't 
it, like the other girls, like they really wanted the spot too. Yeah. And they were it's unhappy. It's hard to be happy. And yeah, like when... you don't want to be like, woo! Yeah. Like, you! Let's have a party. And everyone's like all upset. Right. You know? And like I was just like as happy as I was. You're I feeling, was like I feeling felt so, yeah. so bad for them because they still deserve it as well. But, yeah, you know, it's just the total of the, like mm-hmm. it just wasn't um, – it didn't meet the, the criteria. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, like, so I was really happy. And at the time my, um, my pop, he, Mm -hmm. um, was quite sick. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so I like quickly got on the phone because it was, um, like I spoke to him a few days before I left for the trip. Okay. And to tell him that Shane had just proposed to me. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. And it, like, that was really special because, you know, he was sick and, and I was like, man, for him to know that I Shane's going to propose yeah, to me, that's, that's pretty special, really and important. I really really like him to know. And he knew that I was doing the trials, so mm-hmm. that Sunday he would know if I was making it or mm-hmm. not. And so as soon as the it was like confirmed that no one beat my total, it wasn't officially confirmed mm-hmm. because like the AOC had still had to confirm it like a week later. Okay, but I was like pop. I got the like I got the total. No one beat me, yeah. and I'm the the top of the list. So I'm going to Rio, and it was like you know really amazing, and wow. like you know he was so happy. But then only like a couple of days later, he passed away. Wow. So it was kind of is a bit scary because it was yeah. like, man, were you waiting for that? Or, <laughs> you know. But um. Wow, but how amazing that he could those yeah. two amazing pieces of news that he could hear. Oh my god. He's probably so proud of you. It was it was really awesome and yeah. like just like obviously, you know, Shane and I, that was a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um so in a way, like even though leading up to regionals was really stressful because mm-hmm. obviously, you know, I had I think that was actually more stressful in May, mm-hmm. leading t- into regionals, trying to get to the CrossFit Games and also qualifying oh for Rio, that was more stressful than going to the Games oh, yeah. and the Olympics. Because reality is, is I know I'll never win the gold medal at the Olympics. Just that's just the way it is. Never say never, yeah. but like, but like, you're not gonna. In the, yeah. in the, like when you look at like you know my lifts compared to the other 58s, mm-hmm. like I have. They're warming up on my weights, you know. <laughs> like, I will, I won't, I right. won't ever win it. Um, so, like, it wasn't really pressure to win mm-hmm. a gold medal. It was just pressure to go you and know, do your best, do yeah. my best. And um, and so like, it May was was really stressful. I can't even imagine. And then yeah. with everything going on with your grandfather, I just yeah, that's a yeah. lot to that was handle. Crazy. Um, but you know when. It was such a relief when yeah. I got home and, you know, because Shane, um, he couldn't stay for the whole time in okay. Fiji. So, he was in Australia mm-hmm. for like the, the four days after I'd lifted. So, he came and watched me and then okay. he went home. So, he's like stressing out at home. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like wh- what have these girls on? done? Yeah. Like, you know, has she made it? And so, when I got home, it was such a relief you and it was like relax. it was it was yeah. like we could and but it in a way we still had to prepare for the really right. big event you know <laughs> um but 
that was such a relief that he celebrated with buying a bulldog. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was uh, so it was you know like it was a really special moment. That's and so fun. Yeah, we called him Rio. Fatty. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. A little training partner. Oh my god, he's so cute. That's awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it, it was all the nerves and emotions mm-hmm. and stuff. Like it was so worth it, though. You yeah. know, in the end, yeah, you know, it's all worth it. It really is. That's amazing. Yeah. So but, then um, you competed in the games, and then yeah. what was it? Less than a month later, or about a month later, that you went to Rio. Yeah. Uh, so eight days. Wow. So um, we left. So the games ended. Uh, you know, we went to the after party again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that that morning at like five in the morning, we had to fly out to Miami because because okay. um, of the flights. Yep. So we went to Miami for like four days and we trained weightlifting mm-hmm. there. And I was like, man, How, the training you is... You didn't even get a break. Oh. <laughs> well, it wasn't too bad. Like I had like a day off yeah. and then I went back into like playing around with the barbell mm-hmm. um, on like the Tuesday and, mm-hmm. and it was good. Like I think it, I think it's good to move. I think so too, yeah. Um, if, I, if I didn't do anything, it, you know, you start to get stiff and yeah. stuff. So, you know, and I was also trying to keep my recovery up mm-hmm. quite a lot. So, um, you know, that was still going. But did, uh, did that and, you know, that was really fun because it was really hot though. Mm-hmm. Um, but Miami <laughs> was actually pretty cool because, you know, I, I got to work on my tan yeah. and stuff. <laughs> the hard thing was is because, well, now I had to cut weight. So... Okay. Um, you know, girl got to eat. Yes. So, you know, I was... You uh, just competed in the CrossFit oh Games. God. Everyone else is like, yeah, I get to eat whatever I, I know. want. And that was really hard because you're like, man, like I've I've just like, you know, built, built, built yes. it all up. And then, you know, I've only gotten halfway really, yeah. but I want to still celebrate. And right. apparently there was like really great donuts in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bloody Noah <laughs> you, you wouldn't know about them though. <laughs> so like you know I, I really wanted to obviously you know have a little bit of a vacay but I mm. couldn't so I had to really make sure I was like you know staying focused and mm-hmm. Shane was really good about that good. at the time I was like really hating on him yeah. but you know like I knew that that's what I just needed to do yeah. and especially to make weight like I probably would compete at the games is like a 61 kilos, 62 kilos. Mm-hmm. So I needed to drop back down to 58. Wow. And I want to stay, the reason I wanted to be around like, you know, 51 is so that I could be able to move the heavy loads mm-hmm. that, you know, Dave required us mm-hmm. to move mm-hmm. um, easier. So, right. uh, you know, I had to cut weight there. And then um, I, I left Shane. So Shane stayed in Miami mm-hmm. for a little bit. Um, just because it was really expensive in Rio, um, yeah. obviously, because of, like, the Olympics. And I met my uh, Australian team in Rio. Okay. And um, so flew down there and got to train for, um, now, I think it was about three days. Mm-hmm. Then I rested a day, and then that was competition day. And my – so Shane flew into Rio the same day my mum and my grandma flew in. Okay. And, uh, and they stayed together because of just obviously we didn't really trust my grandma and my mom <laughs> and we're like, God, they're going to get mugged and all sorts Better of stuff. Better for everyone to be together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's smart. Oh my God. And, uh, so Shane and them stayed together, um, on the beach. Mm-hmm. 
but Rio was so spread out. Like, really? the village was an hour and a half away from, like, the main area wow. where, where Shane and my my yeah. parents were staying. And, um, and, like, that was really inconvenient because I was competing near the village. Mm-hmm. So, they had to travel out to there. Drive. But the restrictions of where the taxis and stuff could go, mm. like, they... It's like they had, like, it was, it was really, it was actually quite a mess, to be honest. <laughs> um, and we were very isolated. All the athletes were very right. isolated, especially before competition. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, they didn't want to get mugged or mm-hmm. um, anything bad to happen. Mm-hmm. But um, the lead up to the Olympics was the best ever. Really? Like, oh, it was incredible. Like, I, I was snatching and clean and jerking really well. Mm-hmm. Like, I was actually moving really well so you know like crossfit you're doing heaps and heaps of reps your hip flexors get tight you know Mm -hmm. everything gets quite tight and um and obviously after the games i just needed to focus on my weightlifting. so like everything loosened up wow and uh and my i was like moving quite well and i was snatching like you know like 86 kilos which that was really good for me at the time and especially for, you know, cutting weight as well. So, like, you right, know, when you're feeling time. fatigued mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and my, my cleans were feeling really strong. My jerks, everything. It was the best lead up to any weightlifting competition ever. Wow. But it was the first time my mom and my grandma had ever watched me live. Oh, okay. So, I was so nervous. Really? Because I, all I wanted <laughs> to do was just really show them, like, you know, hey, I finally <laughs> I can do got this. to the Olympics. Yeah. Like, I told you. <laughs> here I am. Yeah. I was like, you know, it might not be for track, but <laughs> I'm here. Um, and I was just like, and they, they were so proud of me. Yeah. Like, they didn't have any expectations, nothing like that. Yeah. Because um, they're very low key, but... I had the expectations mm-hmm. and I, I put so much high expectations on myself to make them so proud and mm-hmm. and for them to just be like, wow, you know, <laughs> that I, I kind of let the nerves overtake me. Okay. And I didn't really snatch as well. I think I snatched. So I failed the first one. I could hear the bar rattling. That's how really? nervous I was. It was just crazy. But like I stood up there for the first time and – you know, like for a weightlifting competition, it's it's pretty basic mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I was, I could see the Olympic rings on the yeah. platform, and I was like a little nervous. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! This is like, it. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I, I was so nervous, and I think I failed the first one, and then got the second two. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I only snatched eighty-two kilos. Mm-hmm. And then so like once once the snatches are over, my nerves are down mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, I, I can do this. I can do this because like snatch is like technique, you right. know, whereas clean and jerk, you just got to yank that just, thing up yeah. and just go <laughs> for it. So like the nerves for the technique side of things was over and then it was my clean and jerk and that was going quite well. Mm-hmm. And then um, so like the coaches kind of were playing a bit of a game with each other mm-hmm. and oh, I had to sit out the back for like five minutes from sna- uh, clean and jerking like 109 and they're like Tiap, we're just gonna have to slap 112 on and oh. i was i was happy for that yeah because i i love like you know them to spring things on me but i was like oh my god i've, I've i haven't lifted in five <laughs> minutes you know i'm cold yeah and like i was still moving around and stuff but that was a pretty significant jump <laughs> and uh i cleaned it well but just didn't jerk it okay. right 
um, which was unfortunate. So I only got four out of six lifts and, you know, that, that's not a bad day. Still good, yeah. But it wasn't like PBs that like where I set out to right. do, you know. And right. especially in the lead up, it was so good. Like, you know, I snatched 86 kilos. Mm-hmm. Like I was really happy with that. But uh, yeah, so like so a little you know, bit of a letdown, but still, it was it was a little bit of a letdown. Still an amazing experience. Oh my god, such an amazing experience! Like, did you, you know, get to enjoy like the opening ceremonies and any of the other yeah, activities? So or? um, there wasn't a great deal of activities purely because of everything being so spread right. out. But as the athletes, like you got to go and um experience like you got to go and watch like you you know the Australian team mm-hmm. play water polo and mm-hmm. stuff and. And, like, I never even thought to – all I cared about was actually the track mm-hmm. and and some of the weightlifting. And, uh, and like, I got to go and see Usain Bolt run. Oh, like, that's I was so like, cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, like, Shane had left by then. Okay. So he – because it was, it was ridiculous expensive. Like, $500 a night oh for, a, like, a real tiny one-bedroom, wow. like, apartment. It wasn't even one bedroom. I yeah. was like – have you guys like cut this into like four <laughs> little sections or something like where's the rest of the thing Shane actually his his shower when I went and had a look he couldn't actually fit in the whole shower <laughs> it was so small I was like you're paying $500 a night for this like that's ridiculous wow. but hey whatever I mean, you know you got to do like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. charge whatever they want I guess yeah that's exactly right um, um so uh yeah so basically like I was filming and I'm mm-hmm. just like gonna rub this in Shane's face like <laughs> I just went and seen you say bolt run live you know that was that was pretty awesome that's um, so cool and like throughout the the like the um where the athletes village is mm-hmm. so you know you got your eating hall and stuff oh my god you probably saw some Julie I put on <laughs> five kilos <laughs> It was terrible. So well, then you're finally done with everything, right? You can finally relax. But I went cray cray. Like it was bad. (laughs) I I had like three Oreo packets a day, easily, you know. And there was unlimited macas, and I don't even like macas. But I was like, it's unlimited and it's for free. Like I'm gonna have this, and um. Oh, it, so it was good. awesome. It was so much fun. And like the sports that I thought I would enjoy. So mm-hmm. like, you know, the gymnastics and uh, the the diving mm-hmm. and, and all that. Like the ones that I love watching on TV, watching them live was actually really hard because I, I couldn't understand because I couldn't hear any commentating. Right. And it's so far away. and you That's right. Yeah, Whereas on the TV, you've got the commentating and right. everything happening. So when I went and watched like, Basket like basketballs are mm-hmm. given, you know you're you gonna like really enjoy that. But um, the basketball, the um, beach volleyball, mm, and the cool. water polo were just so much fun to go and watch. Like that's so cool. It was awesome. It really, really was. And um, so they were the activities that I got to do, um, and like that. And then yeah, like the eating and stuff, mm-hmm. like. We were very limited to what we could do, and mm-hmm. and there was one day that we went out and we went and what um checked out like the Spanish steps that oh, they have. Cool. That was really nice yeah. and that was really pretty. But we weren't allowed to go to like the um, you know how they they do like these uh, tours with um to go and see like the um 
favelas mm. like so like the you know where where the like the bad parts of rio are okay. like they actually do tours and like that would have been a really awesome experience yeah. um a bit scary but yeah. you know something that you kind of like when in rio you got to go and do that yeah but we weren't allowed to do mm. that otherwise you know you go get sent home and stuff okay. so so you got, um, still got to see a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. 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 That's oh, so amazing. Honestly, it was it was really – I heard that the Olympics, like the Rio Olympics, were definitely nowhere near as good as like the London Olympics. Mm. But in saying all that, you know, I had the time of my life mm-hmm. and it's something that no one will ever be able to take away from no. me and to be – and I was there to compete for my country and I'm just like, that was – that's just crazy. And – to be honest, like the opening ceremony and closing ceremony, mm-hmm. we were a part of it. So we actually didn't get to see very much of it at okay. all. Um, so the first the first night, like so the opening ceremony of Australia walks in. It's one of the first countries to walk in. Mm-hmm. But like I'm so short, I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, so like, you know, I, I can't see anything <laughs> except for all these like people in the crowd taking photos yeah. and stuff. Um, but so, but it was really cool, like just to be a part of it as well. Yeah. And the last, the closing ceremony, it rained, oh. so everyone was just like in their ponchos, <laughs> and they were just like, "Woo, this is fun!" <laughs> but um, it was it was actually a pretty tiring three weeks. I like bet. you know, even though I didn't really do anything, I competed in the first week. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just really tiring because like a lot of the sports were played or you know ran like late at night. Mm-hmm purely because of the timings of around the world mm-hmm. you know so um yeah just was, a lot going on it was so oh, much that's going so incredible on. though yeah so cool. Really cool wow i'm so it still impresses me so much that you had that experience and that that you set that goal a couple of years ago yeah. and then you achieved it so amazing like, like i could die a happy woman <laughs> but now after 2016 yeah. coming second i'm like nope no now you have a new goal i, I have a new goal and you know hopefully like I am very impatient, yeah. But hopefully I can, you know, achieve that. So yes, yeah, absolutely. And do you have have you thought at all about any further aspirations with weightlifting, or yes, are you so just focusing on CrossFit now? Every every four years there's the Olympics, mm-hmm. and then every four years on the opposite two years. Okay. So like it's two years apart. There's this uh, competition called uh, the Commonwealth Games. Okay. Now it's with all the Commonwealth countries. They all come together and we're actually holding it in Gold Coast in Australia next year. So um, that essentially like, you know, that's that's the next goal for weightlifting. And I actually have a competition in two weeks time. Hence why I'm trying to, to like cut, make cut sure I'm cutting kind of my right weight now. right now, which is much to my disgust because like, <laughs> oh God, I feel like I'm on holidays and I can't <laughs> live, you know? Um, but yeah, so I've got like two weeks to uh, prepare for that, that competition and that's mm-hmm. going to be the first um, trials for the, the Com Games. Okay. And that's actually held next March. So it's going to be really tight next mm-hmm. year During for the, the open, yeah. for the open and the and the preparation for regionals and mm-hmm. stuff because at the Commonwealth Games it's so different to the Olympics mm-hmm. um, just because the countries like Russia and and China uh, yeah China won't be a part of it mm-hmm. um, like the 
like I have the potential to podium. Oh, so wow. it's it's a pretty big competition. Um, so I guess that's that's going to definitely be a priority next mm-hmm. year if if I can qualify. Mm-hmm. And for the Commonwealth Games, they take seven athletes from oh, Australia. Great. So um, I would. I'm going to try for 58 and mm-hmm. then the other athletes that I was competing against for the Rio spot, um, they will all compete in their own individual category. Okay. So I'd only be competing against anyone that was 58. Okay. So it's a lot less stressful in that respect, mm-hmm. but um, it's a lot more uh, like I would have much higher um, uh, opportunity to podium mm-hmm. if I really kind of you know, get the total I need to. So that's amazing. Yeah. I'm glad to see that you're going to continue with it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, like, like the Olympics, like I've done it and uh, you know, it, it's kind of like, Oh man, am I going to go and try for yeah. Tokyo and yeah. stuff? But I, I don't really want to plan too far ahead. Right. So, you know, the next stage is obviously the CrossFit games this mm-hmm. season. And then next season will be this Commonwealth games mm-hmm. for weightlifting. And, um, See where and you go hope, from there. Yeah, yeah, hopefully I can do both next year. But I guess, yeah, it will just – we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, I don't, I'm not really thinking about that right now. <laughs> right. Right now you're focused on winning the CrossFit Games. Yeah. yeah <laughs> awesome. Hopefully. Well, I want to finish with three questions I ask everyone. Yeah. So first one is three things that you do on a regular basis that have the biggest positive impact on your health. On my health. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me is surrounding myself with – very positive people mm-hmm. um, that that make me laugh and smile mm-hmm. and um, just appreciate what I have around me. Um, and what else? I'm eating healthy, but in a respect of like making sure that I'm not burning myself out and, right. and stressing myself out over small little things. So, you know, having everything in moderation mm-hmm. and really just enjoying the journey and, and trying to just be better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, um, that definitely is, is, um, a big thing for me. Um, and for me personally, I also think having a routine. Yes. So, um, routine, like, you know, travel, there's, there's no such thing as routine. Very difficult when you're but, traveling. But there can be some sort of, you know, structure and, and having a plan to stick by mm-hmm. that will guide you into the direction you want to be. Mm-hmm. I think that that's crucial for me um, in achieving whatever I want to do mm-hmm. through life. And, and again, that kind of comes back to, um, you know, being around positive people and, and appreciating what's what I have around myself. And also, um, you know, it helps with uh, just, you know, having, having, yeah. Yeah everything basically absolutely I totally agree I totally agree especially because on those days when you don't want to do something you have your routine to fall back on and you're just gonna go and do it because that's what's yeah what's next and I mean like I don't know like do you agree like if if I wake up and I I don't feel good Mm -hmm. like you know you don't feel like everything's in line Mm -hmm. you're just like well you start questioning and yeah and you like oh I don't know if I'll do that today then Mm -hmm. and then your whole day is like you're gonna feel guilty by the end of the day because you didn't get up and you didn't you know go and have breakfast and Mm -hmm. you know brush your teeth and then go to the gym (laughs) whereas like some days oh my god there's been days that like I really noticed a huge thing where like I'd get up and I'd have some chocolate Mm -hmm. and I'd just sit in front of the tv and I'm like 
I don't want to do anything today. <laughs> yeah. And then I feel horrible, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, no, that's not happening. I'm going to get up. I'm going to have a beautiful breakfast. Yes. I'm going to go to the gym <laughs> or I go to the beach, you know, yeah. just just ju- just do it, you yes. know? Yes, yes, absolutely. What about one thing that you think would have a big impact, but you have a hard time implementing it or you just struggle? Um, well, I know my diet definitely mm. is something that um, I know I need to work on mm-hmm. uh, because I think that that's def- definitely a weakness. I I feel like food is, is definitely a huge part of my life yes. and, <laughs> you know, I definitely enjoy indulging in certain things um, that probably aren't really the best direction mm-hmm. in order to achieve my, my goals. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's also not the worst thing either. Right. But I definitely think that, you know, if my nutrition is definitely on point, um, you know, not only do you feel good and look good and, you know, you just feel better mm-hmm. as a person and, mm-hmm. and yeah, it actually helps motivate you in order to have that yes. routine so through true. life. So it's such an important part of our routine every day. We have to eat. and That's exactly right. And so you true. are what you eat as well. So, so if true. you're eating stuff that's going to make you sluggish and mm-hmm. stuff, well, then you're nef- never going to be motivated to do what you right. want to do. So um, that's something that I definitely know I need to work on. And, mm-hmm. and I am. I work on it every day. Mm-hmm. It's just some days I might be a little yeah. bit lazy yeah. on that. And the <laughs> there might be something like, that looks oh, good. And <laughs> God, not again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to get back on that road of uh, direction and, right. and routine. But right. yeah, so, so I'd true. have to probably say my nutrition. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last question is, what does a healthy life look like to you? A healthy life would definitely have to be um, a happy one. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, definitely something that, you know, someone that really kind of sits back and realizes what they have Mm -hmm. and just how lucky they have it and um you know it doesn't matter what they do in their life it doesn't matter where they are Mm -hmm. but you know they can sit back and they can you know be really happy and grateful for what they have right there in front of them Mm -hmm. and um and I know like sometimes I'm guilty for it I'm so busy that I don't realize just how amazing I have it mm-hmm. and you know I I see quotes that flick up on Instagram or something like that and it just reminds me to just stop and you know be the that person you want to be a, of like you know appreciate everything and being happy and mm-hmm. you know surrounding yourself with people that um really kind of are just positive people mm-hmm. yeah really positive people I think yeah that's definitely definitely the key so important yeah so important because if you're feeling if you're feeling if you have the right mental space Mm -hmm. it again it comes back to your mind you know if it if your mind is on track you know you can you can set your sights on anything so true you can go to the moon (laughs) (laughs) go to the moon or compete feel like we're flying right now yeah. right? <laughs> in the air oh my gosh amazing people will think i'm probably very ditzy but <laughs> that's okay that's okay no, so. no yeah. i love it 
I love it. Awesome. And thank you so much. This has been oh. awesome. Oh my God. I love it. It's so, so fun sorry. to find it's out. Like it's so no, <laughs> it's so fun to find out like all the, now hearing all of your experience and even I like see so much of my own experience and it's like, it's just fun to, yeah. again, to see that we all go through the same things. Oh, so. it's honestly like, cause I, I mean, I've heard so many stories about you and your journey as well, <laughs> like through Chris. Yeah. As, oh, it's like, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> no it's way. like I, I like, <laughs> Can I I don't even know her really that well, but I already know her. Like yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Hey, that's awesome. No, thank you so much for having me. This has been awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Although it's difficult to hear, I loved hearing about Tia's struggle to put herself out there and admit that she really wanted to win the CrossFit Games. I can't wait to see how she uses last year's experience as fuel for the 2017 season, and I know we'll all be cheering her on. Has a fear of failure ever held you back in your own life? Has there been a time when allowing yourself to be vulnerable has paid off for you? Let me know in the comments under this post on my website, juliefouché.com. To make sure you never miss an episode and to receive exclusive content from me, head to my website, juliefouché.com, where you can subscribe to my email list. Also, don't forget to share your stories. If you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please email me at info at juliefouché.com. I'll choose some of these inspiring stories to share here on the podcast in future episodes. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and consider giving the podcast a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, don't forget you can train with me by visiting beyondthewhiteboard.com slash juliefouché. I always love hearing your feedback, so please leave comments under this post on my website, juliefouché.com, and share your thoughts on social media with the hashtag JFHealth. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Pursuing Health. Pursuing Health.